You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast with the 6FB, the weekly podcast for bookkeepers. Every week, we'll be talking about what's new in the bookkeeping world. And here are your hosts and founders of the Six Figure Bookkeeper, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Hi, and welcome to the Bookkeepers Podcast. I'm Zoe Whitman. I'm in South Wales, and I'm joined by Joe Wood in Kent. Hi, Joe. How are you? Hi, Zoe. I'm good. I'm good. I'm back to full health again, which is good because I've had a couple of weeks of being poorly. And uh, yeah, and then yesterday I ventured out to London twice this week. I haven't been there for two years. I've been twice. Uh, once on Monday, once on Tuesday. And I went to, yeah, we went and met um, Laura, who's in our group for lunch on Monday, which was lovely. She came down from Leeds. And uh, and then, yes, I went to Friends Fest, which was amazing. Oh so um, I know you're off there, aren't you, Sue? Yeah, next week. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. I can't even tell you how excited. So good. So good. It will not disappoint. It will not disappoint. So yeah, so I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like I've come back to life this week. So it's all good. I'm so pleased to hear it. Oh, well, we are really excited to be joined today by Amy Stevens from Anorak Cat. Hi, Amy. How are you doing? Hi, both. Yes, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. No, it's our pleasure. I think um, Amy's here to talk to us about websites and why websites are important for our businesses. And uh, and I know that this is a challenge that so many bookkeepers have. We, Joe will tell us. Joe hasn't got a website, and um, and I know there are lots of bookkeepers who are thinking I need to do this, but they're finding it difficult, or it seems to be a real blocker. It's like something that's really moving, pe- um, stopping people from moving forward. So really, it's going to be amazing to have a chat with you about that. Amy, do you want to start by just giving us a little bit of info about? what you do? Yeah, so um, I've run our business with my husband, Rich, for just over five years. Um, And we build websites in WordPress. And we also offer ongoing care services to people with websites. Um, So we look after them and um, we look after their websites as well. Amazing. Well, I think you're the perfect person to help us with all of this today. (laughs) So let's let's go back to like why why do we need a website? What's the purpose of a website in our business? Well, it was something that um, Joe just mentioned actually before we came on, um, and was saying about um, credibility. First of all, is a big one, and feeling like um, you're a legitimate business because for small business owners as well, we sometimes feel like. Um, like small fish don't we and like in a big ocean and actually having that website can really make you feel like you're a real business and um people can take you seriously and you feel like you can charge the prices that you need to charge um it just gives you that confidence um if you're not on I'll just run through a few things um if you're not on the internet and someone goes looking for a bookkeeper and you're not there they're not going to find you. They're going to find another fabulous bookkeeper instead because there's lots of amazing bookkeepers out there. Um, you're on there 24-7. It's selling for you 24-7, um, which obviously you can't do as a human being. Even on social media, I know you can schedule and what have you, but it's just not the same because you can sell your way when you've got a website. You just you design it if you're building it you're designing it or you can get professional help obviously but you can sell in the way that you need to sell that suits you best what particular service do you want to push it might be different for you compared to somebody else you can focus on what you want to want to push forwards the return on investment on websites is brilliant if you have a decent website if it's done well that return on investment is 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 really high um 
obviously that you could do the math it depends how much you spend on it and how many clients you get but um if it's done well if it's done well it, it, it will be um, and it saves you time how many times do you repeat the same thing to people these are my services this is why it's amazing um a little you know who, who you are like what you do it's just you're saying the same things faqs again and again imagine even just an emails being to say oh do you just want to link just just have a look at this page on my website and it saves you time not just saying stuff but in emails as well being able to say just take a look at this blog or take a look at this part of my website for my packages and it's you know and then come back to me with any questions and what have you it's just does so much for you well I suppose the thing is as well thinking like I'm virtual so I work um my converted garage I'm not going to call it the garage I'm going to change in my office and um I don't have a shop front do I? I don't have a physical presence on a street to get any footfall. So I suppose nowadays websites are, you know, where there's our shop front, isn't it? The internet is that street, isn't it? That The internet is that high street. And if people are walking along that and you're not there and they're putting in, um, you know, bookkeepers Bristol or wherever they are um, and you don't come up, they will find someone else. That's, that's the reality of it. And I was also thinking about... Um, you know, like Facebook, Instagram, and a lot of people uh, are on there, but don't have a website. Um, and it's not enough just to be on social media, although that is very important. It's not enough because um, you're taking people on a journey, aren't you, when they're buying from you? And uh, for example, if, if somebody heard about me today and thought, oh, I need a website, um, and they thought, oh, Amy sounds all right. Yeah, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll find out more. If I just had um, Instagram and they looked me up on Instagram um, and they saw some information about me on there that, that's great but would they DM me would you DM me and say Amy I want a website from you or would you want to find out more first before you approached me directly like that you'd probably want to see my packages and my prices and those sorts of things so you don't have to have that awkward conversation of like oh, Amy, how much do you charge? I don't know if I can afford you. You feel awkward and it just takes that away for people. So you need that next step on their journey to be there. Social media, then what? Give them the next step to be able to find out more about you at their own pace, in their own time, and to, to find the information that they want. They can look on your website and choose. I like that, the idea of taking them on the journey. Um, I, I think it's... <laughs> Bookkeeping is, comple is complex. So if you aren't a bookkeeper, you and you, okay, you might find someone's Instagram and be like, right, great. They seem approachable. I They are giving me some useful tips. They're telling me about what they do. Um, I'd like to work with a bookkeeper. This looks like the kind of person I connect with. Um, but they don't necessarily know what they should be looking for. So until they go and find out more and, and see it set out for them, laid out for them in a structure mm -hmm. of, this is what bookkeeping looks like um then they can't compare i suppose and it it's quite difficult to know i'm just thinking joe you have linkedin don't you, you use linkedin and as your main place to connect with clients or what would I think you linkedin and facebook are my are my two real things and what i tend to do is um 
I'm do the relationship building. And what mine's come from is I get recommendations. So that's where, you know, when you say you're taking them on a journey, I think the journey I have at the moment is that I'm in some people's um, groups of similar, um, and they're kind of business focus groups, but around salon owners. And so I'm in there and I'm offering advice and lots of them are already using me. And so they get recommended that way. And then they come and add me as a friend on Facebook. Now, because of that industry, that's fine for them. Like they, 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 they go on everything on recommendation and I have a chat with them. But I've got, I do not think that I, I, I really want this. I've just got, which I'm sure lots of our bookkeepers have. I I don't know what to put on there, even though Zoe's even told me what to put. Like, she's given me a list. Do this, do this, do this. And I'm like, I've just got this block of writing about myself. And because it feels, I think that this is the thing, it feels quite final. It feels quite, once you've said it, it's, it's out there. Now, I know things can change, and I know you can update it, but I've got this kind of old... I don't know, it feels like writing a brochure or something. I just, oh, it's the writing side of it and selling yourself, which I know we all struggle with. It's like massive imposter syndrome, I suppose, coming through, but making something, oh, yes. Do you know what? I don't think, well, we have, I have had a website in the past, but it was completely faceless. It was the old style, um, these are the services. This is what you need. You need bookkeeping. You need payroll. And let's talk about what bookkeeping is. Let's talk about what payroll is. And at the end, it was like, here's an email address, which was nothing to do with anyone. It was a proper accountancy one that was faceless. I could do that. But now this is like me going on the World Wide Web. And that's scary. Bottom line is, you don't want to make an idiot of yourself, do you? And there's that's the fear that you think you will, even though I could tell you you won't, and it'll be okay, and whatever you write will be fine, um, and it'll work well. That's that we all have that feeling. We all, lots of us, have that feeling, um, and just that stops us putting ourselves out there because we just don't want to make make a mistake or for people to see something, and you know. But it, in with our packages um it sounds like I'm just promoting them but I I don't mean to go into that now but um we give support for copywriting and we've only recently done this we've built into our packages that every person has a one-to-one with our copywriter and it's not with me because I'm not a copywriter um a one-to-one with our copywriter so that they can get support and clarity on exactly what to write um, and, and help with it um, and then she can also tell them about her services as well and kind of oh if you, you know do you want me to do this for you this is how much it would cost kind of thing um, but actually mo- most people that have gone through the process have, have come away with everything they need to write it themselves and I think that everyone needs that and that's why it's in there for everyone because people feel like you Joe. What, what are your tips? So someone goes and designs their own website and there are lots of website builders out there. And um, I know you guys use WordPress. Squarespace is another one that gets mentioned a lot. I've built websites in Wix. And often you can get a template and then you fill the gaps in, but you will find that there'll be bits of the template that you actually don't want that can be quite annoying because you're like, oh, no, I've got to take that bit out or work out how I change it. So it can be done. You can build one yourself. Um, and I think it's practice uh practice makes perfect (laughs) i've probably done this quite a few times now um what would you say to somebody who is 
struggling to find the right words like are there any tips for people on coming up with the wording like how would you if you're like right I need to write an about section mm. what do I write on my about section where should people start if they're trying to do it themselves the first thing you need clarity on is um who your ideal client is. And I'm sure you've talked a lot about this with the people in your group about finding that ideal client. If you don't know who that ideal client is, it's really difficult to write for them. Um, also, it's really important that before you've even started planning anything, that you know what the goals of your website are. When people come to your website, what do you want them to do? Um, and a lot of people save that step till the very, very end. And how can you craft your content and your copy to guide people towards an end goal that you haven't thought about yet? You have to start with that. Are you trying to get people to book a call with you? Do you want them to join a group that you've got? Um, a free trial of something, whatever it is you need. I would imagine for, for a lot of people listening, it would be to, to book a call. And then with that in mind, you can take them, as we spoke about that journey of, of how to get there. Um, in terms of like the about page, that would kind of be like a whole other podcast of how to kind of structure your about page one thing I would say is yes it needs to be about you and who you are people do want that background information but being mindful that actually it's all about them and how who you are and what you know and your expertise how what that means for them how is that how is you being you and being amazing going to change their life if that makes sense. That makes so much sense. And I love it. I love that you've switched it around to it's being about them and how you can help them. Tell me about the services part then. Would you, so bookkeepers are probably, the way that our bookkeepers are delivering services is probably different. We'll have some people who um, speak to their clients more regularly than others. Some will have payroll and uh, different services than others. How much, and I suppose it also depends on who the client is. Like it, it depends on what they actually need how much detail should, should bookkeepers put on should they give it all or should they just say this is what it might look like what do you think it depends where you are on the website if we say let's talk about the home page on the home page you want it to be simple clear um straightforward language don't try to impress anyone with all the clever words you know um and special names for certain things my goodness the amount of time we spent changing technical words into just normal language it's it's been a journey for us and I'm sure it's the same for bookkeepers where there's language that you know um but I probably wouldn't so really making it simple and on the home page when I've got to your website I'm having a look through I'm scanning your home page because I'm probably scanning another five or 10 um, to see who's going to be the right fit for me. And I'm looking through it very quickly. And if there is way too much information for me to consume in massive blocks of text, I probably won't stop to read it because um, I've got other ones to look at. I haven't got time for this. I don't even know if I like you. I don't even know if you're, you know, if, if you're the person for me yet. So I'm not going to invest any of my time. I want an over just on the homepage, just very short um, options for me of things that you do. So maybe name, name whatever it is, the part of the services, maybe a sentence to max of what that service is or what that would mean for me, um, why it would help me, why I need that. 
and then I can click on it if I want to. Now, if I had a look through, I see that's the one for me. I click on it, then tell me more about it. Feel free on the on another page to, to go into more detail. I still think you want to leave scope for them booking that call and having that conversation with you so that you can wow them with how lovely you are and what a pleasure you'd be to work with. Um, but enough information for them to understand if that if you can indeed deliver what they need. But save that for an actual page about that service rather than putting it all on your homepage, just an overview and then more detail. I love that. And then, so so let's, sorry, I'm, I'm jumping around a bit, but so someone okay. on your website, you have a homepage, you've got, you, you've got a clear call to action all the way through, book a call with me, probably being the best. So can, do you think that you should keep that, that call to action the same throughout the website rather than, or, it depends where you are on the website. Okay. <laughs> this is where the journey comes in and mapping out that client journey is so important. That visitor journey is so important because um, they might want to view your services. Mm. They might be going through having a look at your services and that you've put three maybe on your homepage, but there's more. So that call to action might be, you know, show me all your services or, or more services or something. Mm. Um, or it might be... Um, a link to you know you might have a small section about yourself on the home page as well we might come up to the top of the home page where you say um what you do and you know how you can help people the benefits of working with you at the very very top of the website you scroll down there might be a little bit about you a photograph with kind of a small a very small introduction now the call to action there underneath that very small introduction might be tell you know read more or more about me like some so it, there's going to be different call to actions depending on where they are it has to make sense for the visitor doesn't mean they the visitor doesn't have to click it just because it says read more about me people might be like I don't care who you are I want to go to your qualifications I want to like kind of see some testimonials I want to see your services just tell me the price like a lot of people just want to get straight to, to prices and packages and things like that um it just it, it depends so on your so you've got your home page you've got a bit of a little an overview this is how I can help you some bits yeah. about my services call to action then you've maybe got an about page that people probably don't want to know too much about. Actually, I didn't realise how like that that is quite actually quite low down where what people would expect to see. But on your services page, so when you're going into a bit more detail, where where do you stand on pricing, Amy? Do people put their web, their pricing on the website or not? Well, first of all, I just want to say about the about page. The about page is really important. Um, I didn't mean to underplay that. The about page is a very popular page on people's websites. It is important. It's just about how you, what you put on the about page um, and how okay. how much you put on the home page. So sorry about that. I do a bit of the no, about page. Okay. That's all right. I still want the full page because lots of people will go there. Um, pricing. I am so pro pricing on websites. We put our prices on our websites. Um for so many reasons. I know there's arguments against putting prices on websites because it's about, you know, encouraging people to get on that sales call and, you know, convince them on the, get them on the call and then talk to them about it and you win them over. I get that approach and I agree with it in, in many ways for, for the right people. I personally want to do anything that's going to take the sales pressure off of me and off of Rich. If people come to our website and they see our prices, they can make a decision like, is this looking good for you? And then we know that when people book that call with us, they already know that this is kind of going to work for them potentially. Um, and if it's too much for people, um, 
or, or you know, or that maybe you've put them off with it being too low. That's a risk as well, isn't it? Um, but if they look at it, it's too high. This is out of my budget. That's fine. Like I totally respect that. Move, move, move along. There's places that you can get a cheaper website. You know, we just we're just doing what's right for us over here. And I put because you've got to do you charge what you charge, and that's whatever's right for you. And just, I think people want to know a price, don't you? I, I, I do agree. I absolutely do agree that people do want to know a price. I, so with regards to what I do, I actually go through a live proposal with them in the discovery call because we have so many different elements. So someone might have payroll and someone might not have payroll. Someone might want monthly services. Someone might want quarterly services. So and I'm trying to think of all the line items that I have that people have. I think I would find that really difficult. And I wouldn't also want to, for me, put a prices start from because as well, they would assume they would get that price. Everyone assumes you're going to get the starting from price when it might not be. But so I'm trying to think what I could do to because I love visibility and I think that's what that does. Clarity, visibility. It's like, right, we're completely open. This is where it stands. But I don't know how I would do that. So I'd need to have a think. I was, yeah, I was thinking like I'd love to have a little um, kind of rough matrix where people could kind of roughly work out what their prices would be by into integrating something from Go Proposal, which is something that I use. I'm like, oh, I wonder how that could work. But um, I, I think if you have, if you are able to, um, if you are able to, and you've got a kind of a fixed price kind of structure, and I did when I started my practice, I had three prices for all of three services and that I was able to do. So if you are able to, I think it's a fantastic idea and I really recommend it. Um, I can't see how I would at the moment. So if you've got any ideas about how that would work in, you know, when you're basing it on transactions and things. We've got um, our own new website coming soon that kind of addresses a similar problem. Um, and that it does involve a from price. Um, but what it's going to be like is our, we've got two kind of packages, a smaller package and a bigger package. And I'm talking about the bigger one here where it's, it's, it's a big main package and then people might want to add on various features and functionality, particularly bigger businesses want some real fancy things doing where they're controlling between like you know, stock and all sorts of things that they want it to do. And we have created a main package and it says everyone has this package because it's got everything that everyone needs. I don't know how it would work with you, but there's kind of a base element that says, do you know what? You're going to need this. This is the one thing you need. And then if you want extras, you add on. And, and we've, we have put a from price, I must say. We say these add-ons are from for us, it's five hundred pounds because these are these are bigger things. But one it says from five hundred and a lot of them are. Some of them might be 2,000. It depends what they need, but we've got that base and then they can just pluck. So Yeah, and, and that, that you say, so they've got that idea. They've, they're not going in blind and they know where you... And actually, you know, it's not such a bad thing because even if I, you know, put prices in high, quite, you know, quite high, you're going to deter people. And if they're going to... And I find if people are going to come to you anyway for other reasons, this is just confirming it. And then it just... It's like it stops any time wasters, I suppose, as well. So it's not such a not such a bad idea. And I suppose thinking about it, there might be able to be a way, especially now that I link 
So this is all a bit technical bookkeepers will understand this. But now that I use Dex Zoe and I've got a percent, I could actually go through, right, these are all the numbers of purchase invoices. This is the number of uh, bank statements. I could create kind of a bit of a schedule of all my current clients, how much I'm charging them for these kind of areas. And I can kind of figure out, if your turnover is this plus, you're mostly going to be paying us this plus. Like, I could mostly yeah. come up with some something because I think three kind of pricing areas would be good, wouldn't it? And I know kind of all, all of my prices are somewhere between like, I don't know, 160 a month to 2,000 a month. I'm just kind yeah. of from that, from that, from that. If yeah, if your turnover is over a certain amount, it's prices from this maybe. Exactly. So maybe I do something like that on turnover. I like that idea. Um, prices from this. Okay, that's great. So that's something else that... <laughs> No, but that's another thing that's been stopping me, again, with websites, because I do agree, Amy, I do think you should have your pricing on there. And I've been really racking my brain, like, how how do I do it? Because I don't want to trip anyone up and then go, oh, my God, you said this on your website. That's completely different. Um, but I think turnover could be a good indicator, couldn't it? And most people would know roughly what their turnover is. And that's when we come back to the planning and the planning that needs to be done before you start, um, because you can't communicate clearly if you don't know what that is. So getting straight on kind of what your pricing is going to be like and what your package is going to look like so that you can explain that in a really crystal clear way to your visitors, because that's what they're going to want to see. Um, If you were putting forward on your prices page kind of a confused explanation of roughly kind of how it might work um that's a really bad idea because one thing that happens on websites is that if you confuse people they will leave and it's one of the biggest reasons people leave because they're just confused or they're just they've just not got what the information that they need and guess what the next website will have that crystal clear they'll feel safe and secure and like this person knows what they're doing and they will go with them so even if your prices were a bit higher if you've just got that clarity and that it's it's there for them they're probably going to book a call to find out more definitely is something about going to a website that is shoddy and not signing up there we've uh, even like just for things that we've been doing around the house since we've moved, if we go onto a website and there's just not really any information or it's just generic, there's no person behind it or anything, it's really hard to connect and think, yes, this person is going to understand exactly what I need and they're going to make it happen. So there is, yeah. Absolutely. I was going to, that, that brings me back to um, at the top of your homepage when people land on your homepage that clarity, that that headline, and there should be a headline above the fold straight away, telling people how you can help them or the benefits of working with you. Um, I saw an amazing headline yesterday. I went cold water swimming yesterday and I got out. It was, it was great, but I got out, got the worst bit, getting changed and just been freezing cold. And I got back and I got home. And I was like, right, I'm not having that happen again. So I went on Dry Robe's website and their headline get changed, stay warm. I was like, problem solved <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> get changed, stay warm. They just, they knew what I had just felt and they put the solution right in front of me in that headline above the fold. Nothing clever, no fancy words, no, oh, we use the very best, the, these features and we use the very best, these materials and sourced from wherever. None of that. It was just that's my problem and that's something I would say for your for your bookkeepers is to remember that 
not everyone will know exactly what that is that you do. Um, and they're coming to you with a certain feeling, maybe a certain frustration or a certain pain. And you need to tell them above the fold straight away what that is that you're going to do for them. And then they will read on. And then you've got the chance to tell them a little bit more about what that is that you use and how you do this and how you make that magic happen. Like, tell me once I get further down, how will you make it easy for me to get changed? How are you going to keep what is it that's going to keep me warm? I just thought it was a great example of how you can really kind of see that headline and then expand on those bits later. Amazing. Um, I'm going to go and check their website out now. <laughs> um, but I, but this, is, this is really, um, really helpful for people who are thinking like, where do I start with my website? So I think one of the things that holds people back is they think it's expensive. Um, I, it isn't expensive to build your own website. Like it's not expensive to buy a URL. Um, it's just, you buy it for a couple of years, don't you? And and if you're creating your own website, it's probably a couple hundred quid. It depends on what package you need and what, what it's gonna be able to do for you. I think people are probably afraid of the idea of working with somebody to build a website. Amy, I know you you provide packages at Anorak Cat. If someone was to look to work with you or somebody like you, what kind of service should they be looking for and how much might they expect to pay to get a, a decent website that's going to help them bring leads over to their business? Oh, that's a really tough question. I mean, going back to kind of the DIY versus professional option, I mean, some people can build themselves a DIY website and do a pretty good job. I've been pretty impressed by some, some what some people have been able to create themselves. Um, I was talking to an interior designer the other day and we were saying about, you know, some people can, de you can decorate your house yourself or you can get an interior designer to do it. That, and you, you can imagine the difference, can't you? It's kind of what, I'm, that's very similar to web design. You can build one yourself or you can get a professional to do it, but there's kind of this, there's so many differences, it's hard to list them all. But some people do a pretty good job. Um, and I'd say if you're if you're starting out really, you know, early on and you're capable and you feel confident of doing that and writing the content, and as Cho said, then go ahead and do that. I've got, no, as, as a professional web design business, I've got no issue with saying to people, build it yourself if you can, particularly when you're starting out. Another reason for that is so much changes very quickly when you start your business it could be like you know like joe was saying the packages you start off doing it one way and then you're changing it all up so you know maybe have something up there quite cheap quite quickly if you're if you think a lot of that those initial things are going to change for you um in terms of prices for a website oh how long is a piece <laughs> oh it depends on you know some people will knock you on up in you know, half a day and charge you 50 quid, like, a crack, you know, crack on, that might, you know, you might get really lucky, or it might be an absolute disaster, you might spend 500 pounds, and it'd be awful, you might spend a 1000 pounds, and it'd be awful, there's no guarantees that because you pay 2000 pounds or 3000 pounds for your website, that it's going to be amazing and built by people that know what they're doing. There's no guarantees from that. The best way to do it is to choose someone based on a referral of someone that's had a good experience and that is getting business through their website. Um, one thing people don't think about when choosing a web designer is the support that you're going to get. Because even when you have a web designer building it for you, they can they could just say to you, okay, you give me all the content or your copy or your photographs um, and I will build it for you. 
um, to be honest with you, that's exactly how we started with our business. We started saying, because you know, that's what you do. Give me your content and I will build, you know, I'll design and build it for you. What we soon realized is that um, people go, yeah, 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 cool, cool, fine, yeah. And then you're like, can I have the content, please? I'll build it for you. They're like, yeah, I'm just struggling. I'll get that to you. What was happening is that people were trying to create their content and it was just just, just too too difficult, like Joe's saying. So um, choosing somebody that is going to support you, not just to build it and to get your content and to be able to point you in directions for other reliable people that will be able to help you. Branding, copywriters, photographers, somebody that knows people who, who can help you for other aspects that you know won't won't rip you off and that will do a great job um kind of the, the whole thing um and then somebody that I've known people that have had lovely websites really happy with their websites but then you know a month later they need something changed or they need some help or support on how do I use this but their web designer doesn't want to know because their web designer says I build websites and I've given you your website you've paid me there you go Again, that causes people a lot of problems because they're there with this website that's beautiful, but something changes or something is different now and they can't get access to that help. And then if they've got a whole new problem of, okay, my website doesn't do that ongoing support, where can I get help? And then you have to, it's like starting again. You're going on these sites saying to people, where can I get this? Um, So making sure there's someone that can help you and help you look after your website and keep it safe and secure and back. I mean, hackers are, you know, the whole hacking thing. There's so there's so much to think about. And I think it's really important to keep this in mind that we need it isn't just you build something and it's there. So when people are thinking about whether they're going to build their own website or engage with somebody to do it, ask yourself, do they have the like, is this going to look good? I think like looking good is really important. Are they just going to bash up some template thing that is going to look shoddy or do they really have an eye for design and making sure that this encompasses your branding and reflects what you want it to reflect is it going to read well is it going to get people to take the action that you want them to take on your website and are you going to be able to update it when you need to and is it going to be safe so there's actually quite a lot of questions for people to be asking someone they're engaging for websites. But it's so important. Hard. Yes. So hard for people. I really do feel for people. And there's so much advice, isn't there? I just think what I've just said in like 30 seconds was like so many things to think about. Um, I don't mean to make it sound difficult, um, but it, you know, there's just a lot to consider. It's a big, it's a big thing. And if you're spending, um, you know, quite a bit of money on it as well, you need to be getting it right. And it's not just about. I mean, being a, a like you say, Zoe, a website being beautiful and on brands and looking amazing is super, super important. Um, but so is the marketing strategy that's built within that website as well. It's easy to make something look really pretty, you know, beautiful photos and kind of, you know, a nice color palette. But that is on its own, that is definitely, you can't have one without the other. On its own, that's not enough. It needs to be taking your clients, your visitors on a journey um, through the things we've said already, but also things like your SEO. Isn't that a, a, three letters that come up all the time now? SEO and being found on Google and all these criteria that you need to meet to make Google like you. I mean, oh, if you're going to think about that on your own, you know, then good luck, but it's hard. <laughs> I feel like we could do many hours of this podcast, but I'm really conscious of time. Before, I'd love to ask you about how you help people. But before I do that, I mean, have you got any tips on SEO? What are the the quick wins? If you've got a website yourself already, what is the thing that you can do 
to optimize your website so it gets because this is about being found in search engines have you got any tips well rich is the seo king of our business he does all of that however i do know that it's about First of all, it's about quality content on your website. It's about Google knows if your website is helpful to the visitors that are coming to you. And it does that in hundreds, thousands of different ways. But one of them is about the, the content and the words that are on your website. So if you're a bookkeeper based in Bristol, and but you don't mention Bristol or the word bookkeeper on your website, you know, Google's not going to know that you help small businesses with this, that or the other. Um, mm -hmm. Photos as well, like um, naming your photos correctly and your uh, alt text and meta descriptions and all page titles all sorts of things like that it's got to be saying the right things I, I won't go into it one because I can't <laughs> two and that's Rich's thing um but okay. there's a, that's an advantage of having a web designer I guess that knows all that stuff so you don't, mm -hmm. you don't have to um but basically if Google's reading your website you need to give it something relevant to be reading and it really is as simple as that i saw something the other day by an seo guy that we we work with and it was a post on instagram um and it was like if it's a if it's a picture of a duck like you call it a duck like if you're if you're doing something to a ducks you just use the word duck on your website and i thought god that's so simple you're absolutely right it's surprising how many people can be selling something not even mention what it is or who they were looking to attract I love that. I'm um, talking so, about that keywords. Sorry, I didn't even mention the word keywords. But that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so keywords. If you've got a picture of a bookkeeper doing bookkeeping, you tell it, call it what it is. Love it. Um, okay, Amy. So you guys at Anorak Cat have a package, don't you, to support people with building um, a website? Can you just tell us a little bit about that? Because I think it'll help people whether they want to work with you or not to understand more about what they could be looking for if they're looking for this kind of service. Exactly. I'm certainly not the only. Um, web design business around. So we've recently launched a package um, for service-based businesses and it's called the Total Package. And it's called the Total Package because it's got everything a business needs to get their website sorted and just to be really good. All those things we've talked about today, it's covered. So for example, you get a one-to-one -one with a copywriter um, because writing copy is hard. Um, you get a one-to-one -one with a branding expert because you might just have a logo and having a logo is one thing, but having a, a palette of colors and knowing what um, fonts you're using for your text is a whole nother thing. So um, there, there are two things that need to be nailed, your copy and your branding before even a website can be begin to be made. So that's all included. I'd be asking them about what support you've got what what support will i have once this is launched so for our packages you basically get us you get me and rich we kind of join your team in a way because websites are such a big thing once we have a client we built their website they they come onto what we call a website care plan which is that ongoing care not just of their website but of them as well they have access to us through a, a client only help desk so i'd be asking questions like that if i do need you in the future how will I reach you? And would I get priority over other people? And if I did ask you to change something on my website, what's your usual turnaround times on that? Because I've also spoken to people that need help and they say they've gone to their web designer who is so busy with building new stuff, they get it done in like three months time, which is, if, if that's fine for you, that's cool. But if it's a little bit long, then you need to think about, well, is this the right person for me? Um, so yeah, the priority access to help is always a big 
selling point on our, our web, with our websites. Um, and the reason you invited me, I guess, today was because I, I was telling you about us tailoring um, this package, this which I've just described, the total package, tailoring it um, to bookkeepers. Hence, coming on and sharing with you, I guess, today what we do, because what I'm doing is um, is is focusing that package um, towards bookkeepers. Now, you might say, but how, Amy? What it would involve on my part is getting a real deep understanding of the needs of a bookkeeper or an accountant and what their goals are for websites I say common goals I guess because I wouldn't know from one one business to the next it could be different um any website builder could build a website for bookkeepers but it's about that deeper level of understanding I guess because I was telling you I kind of I want to go deeper with that and then I've got something that when bookkeepers need a website I'm ready to go and I've got that understanding of how to structure that and design that in a way that gets them cool. So, so you so you're offering a package for bookkeepers where that you've got a, a bookkeeper bookkeeper specific template which will work for them then they get the support of you and rich who know about how the website needs to work in terms of the customer journey but also getting making sure it's seo ready yes. and then they get ongoing support with you through a care plan once yes. they have that to be built that's amazing they will, I think that they will get the, um, they'll get the one-to-one -one with the copywriter as well and the one-to-one -one with um the branding expert as well i mean even if they don't want to write their copy themselves they can still have that anyway because it's included in there um so how yeah. can people find out more about that if they want to do that well it's on our website it's called the total package it's on our website anaratcat.co.uk um, but what you might want to do first is come and follow me on Instagram. My handle is anarakcat, just one word, just anarakcat altogether. Um, I share website tips and advice and stuff all the time on there anyway. It might be nice to come and follow me on there. Um, and then I also, um, I, we share weekly tips as well with a newsletter. So you could come over to Instagram, click my link in the bio and sign up to our newsletter and then that way you can get to know us better. Um, and there's always links in the weekly emails to this particular package. Um, but yeah, I think follow me on Instagram would be a good start. And check your website as well. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, it's a journey, isn't it? I don't expect anyone to have listened to, this is the reality of business, isn't it? I don't expect anyone to have listened to me today and go, she's the woman for me. If they do, then wonderful. But most people will probably want to just find out a little bit more first. It's how it works, isn't it, ladies? And then... Um, and then find out. Yeah. Anoratcat.co.uk. And it's the total package because there's other packages on there as well. But it's the total package is the one we've just talked about. I think everything that you've explained today is exactly why we all need professionals and we need to outsource this stuff. Because, you know, people need to outsource their bookkeeping to bookkeepers, stop trying to do it themselves. And I feel like, you know, people need to get the right kind of website designer on board so that you know what the end goal is you know how it works you're the best person um to deal with it and uh, i think that's yeah definitely like me and zoe always talking about outsourcing all the time you know and this is another area where you know we talk about vas and cleaners and all of this stuff but yeah website design i definitely think because i mean zoe we know so many people that actually you know they have 
they start their bookkeeping business and they think, I need a website. And the procrastination that goes on before they even start anything. And do you know what? I think that was one of my reasons why I didn't. And now I'm like two and a half years down the line because I had seen the procrastination with people on their websites. And I thought, I've just got to get out there now. I'm not going to procrastinate over it. But now I'm definitely at a point where I need I need it. Um, someone said, I was really panicking about doing a website, but I feel much more confident now. Thank you. So, Amy, you have given someone some confidence today. So that's amazing. Oh, thank you so much, Amy. It's been amazing. So best place to connect with you then is Anaratcat on Instagram and anaratcat.co.uk online. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. That'd be great. Uh, really nice to talk to you well thank you so much everyone who's joined us today we're going to be back later on we have another podcast today so we will see you at one uh, but for now uh, I'll wrap up thanks Amy we will speak to you soon have a good day thank you so much bye don't forget to join us every week on the bookkeepers podcast with topical bookkeeping chat why not join our free Facebook group the six figure bookkeepers club or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com